0: It's your host, Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy, and I'm back on my podcast of Vitamins Sports. When you take Vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Today's topic today is called Unleash. Now, let's get right down into it. I'm tired of the Baltimore Ravens right now. I am a Ravens aficionado. But you know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of the Ravens keep coming up short. I'm tired of the quote saying, y'all ain't Ravens, because it's true. These ain't the Ravens of the old, and we got to get that out of our head because these Ravens ain't the same. We got Lamar Jackson, who's not a true leader of the Ravens. And here's why I say that. Let me tell you something. If Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, or Terrell Stubbs were on that team, first of all, that playoff run we did when we went 14-2, they wouldn't have had no vacation. Everybody would have been in the film room. Everybody would have been working on their craft, and everybody would have been in Baltimore. Nobody would have been in Miami partying. Nobody would have been anywhere else but Baltimore. And then this past week, we saw Marcus Peters cussing out John Harbaugh. Ray Lewis would have body signed them and he seen him do that. You don't do that to our coach, man, especially in front of our fans, especially in front of the GM, and especially in front of the owner. Are you crazy? you lucky you didn't get cut this very same day. you lucky we need you right now because we don't got no corners. Like, Armand Davis is in the doghouse. Hey, Oway need to be in the doghouse, too. Oway, why did you jump when Josh Allen pumped fake? So Josh Allen's going to magically throw over you and Marlon Humphrey to get the touchdown? We've never seen a guy throw the ball that well. And Josh Allen is not one of those quarterbacks that throw the ball that well, even though he's accurate with the deep ball. But he does not throw the ball that well. Like, you got to be smart out there on the field. And then everybody talking about, oh, Lamar Jackson needs to get paid. Let me tell you something about why these other quarterbacks got paid. First of all, do you know the uh, the Cardinals had drafted, drafted Josh Rosen the year before Kyler Murray? You think they want to tinker again to get another quarterback for Kyler Murray? Hell no. They said, fuck that. We're going to draft Kyler Murray, and we just going to work with what we got. And we gonna pay him. We have nobody else. What we got? Who we got left? We don't even know who the backup is. Same thing with Dak. Dak was a fourth round quarterback, fourth round quarterback that outperformed his contract. Outperformed it. Was what was he? What quarter? What was he uh, rookie of the year along with Ezekiel Elliott? They shared the award. They was going to the playoffs. People were shocked. I'm still shocked. Then when he got Amari Cooper, he took him to the very next level. The next level. So what are we talking about here? Who's that quarterback? Who's that backup quarterback? I mean, he's balling right now, but he's been in the system for a while, so he knows it. But any other time, you you think they're going back to another quarterback? They just paid you all that money. No. Then we look at the Broncos. John Elway can't draft the quarterback to save his life. If the world was in danger, they say, John Elway. all you got to do is drag the quarterback. The world would explode like this. <laughs> what are we saying here? And we look at the past track record of the Broncos. Tim Tebow, one playoff run. Then he got Peyton Manning. Then Brock Osweiler, we thought he was doing something with. Then he had Drew Locke. Then he had, what, uh, some quarterback named Paxton Lynch. Who are these quarterbacks? Oh, He could draft defense well, he could draft receivers well, and he could draft running backs well, but he can't seem to draft the quarterback that the position that he played, which is quarterback. So, you know what they did? They said, We're gonna sign a proven guy who has a Super Bowl championship. They did the same thing for Peyton Manning, was also a proven commodity, what they also did for Peyton Manning, and signed Russell Wilson because they don't have nobody else. If they had somebody else, you think they'd signed Russell Wilson all that money? I wait. No, they wouldn't. Then we look at the Rams. They draft the number one overall pick in. I forgot your name. What's his name? Anybody know his name? Anyway, it'll come back to me. Then he went to the Super Bowl. What happened? They lost. He looked like a deer in headlights like this. Like, what are we saying? A there in headlights, he was blown by the moment that he was in, and then everybody talking about, oh man, yeah, his name just came to me, Jared Goff. He's like, oh man, he's just a rookie. Oh, he just this. He wasn't a rookie at the time. It was too big for him, and people didn't understand what was going on behind the scenes. But it said, Josh, I mean, Jared Goff, couldn't call plays. Couldn't call audibles. Sound real familiar, don't it, Lamar Jackson? Oh. Uh-huh. That was a shock. Yeah, I did it. That's why they went out and got Matthew Stafford. That's why when they went, they got Matthew Stafford, they got other pieces. But Matthew Stafford was the ultimate piece to win them the Super Bowl. Because he made throws that Jared App I mean that Jared Goff, couldn't make. What are we talking about here? That's why they paid him that money too. You see where I'm going with it? Even Buffalo, Tyrod Taylor took them to the Super. I mean, took them to the playoffs against Jacksonville, and you almost beat them. The final score was ten to three. Ten three. That's how good the defense was for Jacksonville. And you know what happened? They got rid of Tyrod Taylor and signed Josh Allen. The first year he did good the second year what happened he turned the fuck up he turned up with an added piece and step on and established defense he turned up Turned up can you hit me in the back he turned up and everybody wants to say oh what does this have to do with lamar jackson lamar jackson's been on the team and we still question his work ethic in year five We still question the fact, can he read defenses in year five? We still question why he keeps throwing off his back foot like he can't read it in year five. We still question, do he want it enough in year five? We still question, is he a leader in year five? We have special moments in Baltimore. You know why I'm so hard on Patrick Queen. Because he's behind Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis did so many great things. He was able to stop the run. He was able to read the offenses. He was able to go sideline to sideline. He was also able to catch the football, a la Patrick Queen. Where the dogs at? Patrick Queen ain't no dog. More like a little chihuahua. Yo, you got to make some tackles out here, man. Do you know Patrick Queen will be in the top five of linebackers if he actually made the tackle? If he only thought about it and man, I keep getting to the play by not making a tackle, maybe I should actually make the tackle. Patrick Queen, smart linebackers make smart decisions. You have to make smart decisions, brother. Smart decisions. I know you wanted a big hit, I know you want to smack everything that comes across the field, but I can't tell when we played against the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen was running all over the field. Do you know what would happen if Ray Lewis was out there? He'd have killed him. He'd have killed him. You're supposed to make people pay when they come across the middle, sir. Like, what are we doing here, man? Hit him. He got on pads just like you got on pads. You know what a famous quote Ray Lewis said? He's a man. He can be hit just like us. He's a man. You already make the big money, he's a man. Don't cry to your step on the field, man. It's war out there. It's time to turn up, Patrick Queen. Turn up. Show me something. Show me something, brother. You play the middle linebacker position. That is the most historic position in Baltimore history. Ray Lewis is a definition of great talent and great leadership. He holds people accountable. We need to hold people accountable in Baltimore. Everybody want to come down on John Harbaugh? Do you know why John Harbaugh goes now uh, Go for it on fourth down. Because the defense sucks. It sucks. We can't stop nobody. Nobody. The corners can't even catch a cold out there because the hands are terrible. Terrible. Like, what are we talking about out here? We got a young secondary. So we're going to give up a lot of plays. A lot of them and i'm fine with that but oh wait what are you doing on here son you were supposed to have four sacks against buffalo four but you out there playing fag flag you're playing flag like what are we what are we doing out here this ain't flag football son this ain't patty cake tackle him put your shoulder in his chest put him on the turf like it's crazy to me That y'all playing like punks out here. I really want to call y'all the other word, but y'all playing like punks out here. Y'all ain't got no heart. No heart. You know the first time I seen the Ravens have heart? is when my coach went out there when we played against the Titans. And you know what he did? He went toe-to-toe with all the Titans players. He said, y'all need to get off my effing field before it will be some effing problems. Where was everybody else at? Where was my quarterback? Where was the offensive line? Where was the defenders? You know the only one out there that got dog in him? It's Justin Tucker. He got dog in him. He got more dog in him than my quarterback, than my safeties, than my linebackers, than anybody else on the team. Lamar Jackson, you're playing like trash, son. And you know why I say you're playing like trash? Because those numbers don't mean a damn thing unless we get the win. Come on now, you talking like you out here performing at a high level. You're not. Because you know, if you was performing at a high level, we would be winning. Finish the game. J.K. Divers, you're running like a punk, son. If you can't take a hit, don't be out there. You caused us to go for a fourth and goal when it should have been we scored on third and goal, son. Put your shoulders down and run through them. Run through them, son. You play running back, not pat cake. Run them over. Run that ass it's over. That is what you're able to do. You're able to do is run the football. That's what I need from you. I'm tired of this, man. I'm tired of defending my team, and they're not standing up for the stance of the Baltimore Ravens. Like, what are we doing out here? My coach got more balls than the rest of the team. And he's not even a player. Like, what are, we, what are we talking about out here? What are we talking about out here? We are the Baltimore Ravens, two-time champions. We've won with less. Receivers, can y'all catch a ball out here? Like Rashad Bateman, what are you doing? What are you doing, son? Son, what, son, look at me. Look at me in this eye. What are you doing? Do you know you can't catch a football, son? Did you know that? I've watched since last year. Now, I gave you a break last year, because you was a rookie. But even rookies make progress. I don't see the progress. I don't care what you did with the Jets. I don't care what you did against these other teams. I want to see you be a consistent player. The moment the Baltimore Ravens be consistent, we can win a Super Bowl. We can at least compete for the AFC Championship if not a Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson, do you know why people still question your work ethic? Why are you posting? Why are you posting? Why are you still posting on the internet what you're doing? You're supposed to be a GOAT. You work behind the scenes. Tom Brady didn't start posting till he got to Tampa Bay. That's 20 years of work ethic that he has not posted. I haven't seen the work ethic of Ray Lewis being post. How about Jalen Hurts? Let's give a clap for Jalen Hurts because he's balling out there and he got a dog in him. He worked his ass off this offseason so he could show them that they don't need to get another quarterback in this upcoming draft. That I am the future of the Eagles. I haven't seen that from the Ravens. Especially Lamar Jackson. Where is the future of the Baltimore Ravens? Because y'all look like punks out there. Punks. Y'all let every team in the building pump the Ravens. punk us. You know what they was doing when Marcus Peters was arguing with John Harbaugh? They was clapping on the sideline. He's like, yeah. We got them. They's dysfunctional. Marcus Peters. Let me tell you something. If I was on that team, I would have went up to you like a man and say, yo, we don't do that here, yo. Marlon Humphrey, you a vet in Baltimore. You was drafted by the Ravens. You should have went up to your man and told him, yo, we don't do that here. Calm down. I don't care where he's from. Los Angeles, St. Louis, I don't care what city he's from. We don't do that in Baltimore. We hold respect for our coaches because they put it on the line every time. They the ones in the film room where some of y'all can't even be in the film room because y'all think y'all talent outweighs hard work. Do you know a guy that was really talented, but he took it upon himself and others helped him along the way to be great by studying film? Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Terrell Suggs. You know what all three of these guys have in common? One of them is about to get a gold jacket in in a couple of years, and Terrell Suggs. Ed Reed, Ray Lewis. Both guys got Super Bowl championships. Both guys have defensive players of the year. Both have guys have career highs. One got career high tackles. One got career high interceptions and yards after the interception. And I think Ray Lewis had the most fumbles for a middle linebacker. And I think he has the most uh, tackles in NFL history. So so what, what are we saying here? And he played on the Ravens. For a very long time 17 years plus different level of wisdom different level of understanding different level of punishment Patrick Quinn you look up the Ray Lewis do you know Ray Lewis had the same physique as you do you know Ray Lewis is just as fast like you but you know the difference Ray Lewis learned from Mike Singletary who happened to be on the defensive staff of the Baltimore Ravens along with Jack Del Rio along with Rex Ryan and marvin lewis do you know what that mean he learned from the best you want a hand i get it you're working hard and a lot of people don't know this and i'll come to patrick queen's defense after i just crushed his soul patrick queen has only played linebacker for a short amount of years people don't know he used to play safety i don't know how he plays safety but we're just gonna leave that alone so i'm gonna give him a break i will not give lamar jackson a break because he played quarterback. All of his life. Lamar Jackson, do you know when you hold the football? Let me tell you something. When the uh, offensive line, you know, protection, when they're doing the, um, I forgot what you call it, riding the protection, because the tackles got to ride the way where the outside linebacker, where the edge rushes are going. Or oh, same thing with the interior offensive line. Excuse me. You know, the hole is open every time. They don't have a QB spy every time. You're the fastest person on the field. Burn them up with your legs. Burn them up with your legs. You saw what Josh Allen did, Lamar Jackson? He used his every ability, God-given ability. He can run that football too, just like you. He can throw deep balls, just like you. But his arm is a little stronger than yours. I think Lamar Jackson, take full advantage of what you've been given, bro. Let me tell you something. If I was in your position as a quarterback, I'd have checked Marcus Peters too because this is my team. Ain't nobody going to disrespect my coach, the coach that believed in me. Do you know Lamar Jackson, let me tell you something too. And all these fans out here, do you know the Ravens took a chance on Lamar Jackson? They traded back to get Lamar Jackson when nobody else wanted him. At the time that Washington needed a quarterback, the Patriots needed a quarterback, and these other teams needed quarterbacks. But you know what the Ravens did? The Ravens thought about the future and got Lamar Jackson. Do you know what also the Ravens did? They got Greg Roman so he can create an offense for Lamar Jackson. But at the time, it was for Joe Flacco. Do you know what he also did? He threw his playbook away and incorporated everything about Lamar Jackson. Everything. Everything about Lamar Jackson. That's why the offense is so complicated. But maybe the Ravens need to just say, you know what, Lamar Jackson, we're going to throw all this in your face. We went to go get out, went to go get guys that want to play with you because these other guys don't want to play with you. Everybody keeps talking. we need to talk to your receiver. Did they give Joe Flacco a talk to receiver? No, they didn't. You know why? Because nobody wanted to come to Baltimore because we're not known to take care of big-time receivers. But Ancon Bolden was free. And he was a B-plus average receiver. If he was so great, do you know the Cardinals would have kept him and Larry Fitzgerald? But they got rid of him for a reason. Same thing with Steve Smith Singer. He was top tier. But you know why they got rid of him? Because they didn't believe in him anymore. People don't get traded or released for just to get released. They get released for a reason. We have no edge rushers. Do you know why? Because I haven't seen Owe since last season. When you're going to show up, Owe. do you know why they keep getting guys like Justin Houston and uh, JPP? Because you can't do your damn job. You can't rush the quarterback. You can't even get a sack, let alone attack one in the backfield. Do you know what made Terrell Sugg so good? Because he never stopped moving. He got better and better and better. He was just as fast. But you know what? He got stronger. He added moves to his repertoire. You got to do something, man. You look like a stick out there. Why is it that the third stream tackle is blocking you? Why are they blocking you? Do you know why? Because you suck. Everybody keeps talking about, Jimmy, why are you so hard on my Raven players? Because there's a Raven standard. There's standard for the Baltimore Ravens we are playing like a raven do you know what that means that means hit a mofo in the mouth hit him in the mouth and if he keep talking hit him in the mouth again he'll get tired of talking every time a person come across my line of scrimmage offensive line, i expect them to be pancake because that's where it starts the baltimore offensive line is called the trenches for a reason do you know why because that's where the work is Offensive line is the most important. Most important. So why in the hell we can't get Ronnie Stanley out there? He's stealing money, people. He's stealing money. You think if uh, Eric DeCosta would have waited a few more games, he'd have given Orlando Brown a check because Orlando Brown is a real Raven. He's a real Raven. Where are the real Ravens? Because I can't tell. We getting pumped out there. People disrespecting our field, disrespecting our fans, disrespecting the colors that we wear. You think Ray Lewis would let that happen? Hell no. You think Avery would let that happen? Hell no. These I keep saying these guys because I gotta go to the past to find out where my dogs at. We don't got no dogs on our team. We don't even got a chihuahua out here. We got seagulls. My, mine, mine, thats all I hear out there. Mine, can't even think for themselves. Do you know what a real dog is? A real dog will hold his players accountable. Don't matter if they in front of him or behind him. There's a standard. Ray Lewis held the standard. You know when Ray Lewis got in trouble? You know the first people, first person he called was the team. He called the team. He called the owner and said, "Man, I'm in big trouble." He didn't call his mama. He didn't call his agent. He called the owner. God rest his soul, Armand Dell. Should be in the Hall of Fame. But that's for another topic. He called the owner. Shannon Sharp got on him. That's a real leader. Rob Wilson got on him. That's a real leader. The OGs of the team got on Ray. You know what Ray did? Ray called the meeting. He said, I'm sorry I let y'all guys down. i would never do that again. And you know what happened? Super Bowl. You know what happened? Defensive player of the year. He played out of his mind. Every negative thought that these teams had before Ray Lewis, you know what he did? He channeled it. Every time he did that scroll dash. Ah! He channeled his inner monster and became a gladiator out there. And every day he gave it to you. No matter if he was doing whatever he was doing, he was injured, he was out there giving to you. The last ride, he gave us everything he got. I've never saw Ray Lewis give even more in his last year. He gave the most I've ever seen. You know why players hold their head down when they lose? Is because they know they didn't give everything they got. I see that from my quarterback every day. He didn't give everything he's got. Because why in the hell would you throw the fucking ball up in the air off your back foot? Why would you do that? To Devin DuVernay, who's like 5'10". Now, if that was Randy Moss in the back of the end zone, I'm all for it, brother. Throw it in the back. But it's Devin DuVernay. And why is it that my smallest receiver got better hands than my so-called number one draft pick and Rashad Bateman? Rashad Bateman can't catch a cold out there because if he were to catch the ball on certain crucial downs to get the first down, the Ravens probably would have won the game. And Marcus Peters, you want to get upset because John Harbaugh don't trust the defense. Do you, do you know how many yards? Do you know where you rank in pass defense? 32. We're at the bottom. Everybody has a field day against us. Did you saw what Tua Tungapaloa did against us? Did you saw what he did? He's never going to throw that many touchdowns in a game. He's never going to throw that many yards in a game. You saw what he did the next game? Nowhere near close. Did you saw? Now, Tommy Kill has had numbers like that, but in Kansas City. And to my knowledge, one, don't look nowhere near 15, right? So this notion that you can cuss out my coach, who's a specialized in the defensive back, so he know you plan playing on position but he lets you do your thing because you make big plays. He know you don't make a tackle, but he know you can make special plays. He know that Kyle Hamilton don't know what he's doing, but he know he got to put him out there because he's a 14th overall. He's the, the first-round 14th pick in the draft. He got to be out there. The Ravens don't sit down first-round picks. You know why? Because they're first-round picks. They got to play. They got to learn. And I love what my coach is doing. If my coach go any if my coach was to get to fight right here and now, you know he'll have a job as soon as he gets off the elevator of Baltimore. He'll have a job. And they'll probably win the championship if he goes to the right team. Because the special team coach can see everything. They see everything. They see talent where nobody else sees talent. They see players that are hungry when nobody else giving them a plate to eat. They see things that are Regular coaches don't see. That's why there are three coaches that are great: Mike Tomlin, Bill Belichick, and John Harbaugh. You could say any other coach. You could say, "Well, Andy Reid?" Hell no. Andy Reid is offensively mind-spoken. What about Bruce Arians, offensive? What about uh 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 nobody else? What about Sean McVay? Play caller. Don't worry about the defense. He lets somebody else in on defense. John Harbaugh also has input on the defense. I don't think anybody else pays attention. But that's what my coach does. My coach does the right thing, but nobody wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to talk about firing this guy. If we fire Greg Roman, is Eric the enemy coming in my front office? If we fire John Harbaugh, is Bill Belichick coming in my front office? So so what are we talking about here? We don't handle dogs. That's why we keep losing. Lamar Jackson is a punk because he letting everybody else walk all over him. and He's worried about everybody else's contract. Everybody else can pay their quarterback because they don't have to pay nobody else. We pay Lamar Jackson. You know Patrick Queen's up next, right? You know some of them other players are up too, right? Murray don't got to worry about anybody else. Cardinals don't have to worry about paying nobody else. They might get Hollywood Brown Peanuts. You know, brands don't got to worry about paying nobody else. They done not pay that big guys. So I want y'all to go home and think about what I said because the Ravens got a lot of work to do, man. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know who took their souls or something, but they got to get together, man. I'm sick and tired of these Ravens right now. Oh, boy, I'm about to get mad. Let me let me hurry up and get out of this podcast because I'm on fire today. I'm on fire. Ravens better play better, man, or it's going to be some problems. You feel me? I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Gene, and let's get the guy about tomorrow.